0: Space.
1: What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare. To scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode, The Resilient Children.
2: Starring... Taylor Moore as Baron Baudelaire.
3: Carly Bernardo as Ensign Bubsreel.
4: Christopher Hastings as Thread Count 900.
1: Branson Reese as
0: Jimmy Pencils.
1: And me, Joe Lapore, as everything and everyone else.
4: Style date 1991. 8008 d As a galactic health organisation designated Synthetic Intelligence, I pride myself on my warm relations with the crew of living organs and meat. Some robots have trouble connecting with their organic peers. Not I. I can hang. However, from time to time, my duties as head of security force me to lay down the law with my fellow officers.
1: We open on ThreadCount's security office. He is pacing behind his steel desk, and seated before him are three of the ship's crew members, Bubsriel, Jimmy Pencils, and Baron Baudelaire.
4: ThreadCount 900, as we may have gathered, is a robot coated in a oh, so-close-to-looking-like-skin kind of vinyl uh, with a limited set of facial expressions and very fake-looking hair. He is using those limited facial expressions to have a stern but worried look. Now listen, all of you. I hate to do this, but I'm afraid it is time to crack the whip because you have all been caught engaging in prohibited vice. You may make your confession.
3: Bubsriel, who is a space angel complete with a large pair of feathery wings and a tiny little um, carrot-colored page boy haircut... (laughs) <laughs> sits hovering slightly above her chair and she um she has a calm face but her wringing hands give her nerves away. Oh um well I promise I didn't mean it.
4: A likely story. However, also a believable one, given that you are a space angel.
3: Yes, but I am an ensign and that means that I you know, really follow, usually, the rules, and um, don't uh, overstep.
4: <laughs> now, Jimmy Pencils, no space angel ain't you?
0: Yes? Hey, Come you, on, you got me. You got me where it hurts. I ain't no space angel. You got Jimmy Pencils here. Jimmy Pencils is a, a human man in his late 40s, but due to a lifetime of smoking, he looks quite a bit older. He wears a stark white suit and a a long bow tie that's sort of like a cartoon of Frank Sinatra. It it, uh, it really, it's it's threatening to overtake his shoulders. He holds at all times a long, thin microphone, uh, and he's got uh, graying, uh, short, cropped, curly hair, deep bags under his eyes. He says, look, 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 my job ...is to help the seniors, okay? I give them, I I read the bingo to them. I'm the bingo reader! I'm the bingo guy. You want the best? He wasn't available. You got Jimmy Pencils here. I read the numbers to the seniors, make them happy. So what? Maybe I slip them a little liquor here and there. Is that the worst crime in the world? If it is, guilty is charged. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you for
4: admitting your guilt in poisoning seniors.
0: And I, I'm going to give ThreadCount a little kiss on the cheek.
4: <laughs> we have friends again. Baron, that leaves you.
2: ThreadCount, you must simply do me a solid. Don't allow this charge to make it back to Concilium HQ. You know that one more infraction means I'll never get my adrenochrome license. We see that Baron Baudelaire has two legs... Two arms and a head, sure. But he's not human, and you can tell because his forehead? Well, <laughs> it's not like the other foreheads you might have seen. Let's just <laughs> say it's a little twisted. <laughs> the Baron is a Carcosen, a diminutive but thick old boy in iridescent robes made from the carapace shells of a thousand Carcosen pygmy shimmer cats. That's right. On Carcosa, cats are bugs. <laughs> he surveys his environs from his hovering Baroque palanquin, which he never leaves. At each of the palanquin's corners, a small flying creature strains to hold it aloft. The Baron smells bad, but in a way you kind of want to smell again. And then, uh-oh, maybe you like it, actually. Maybe something within you is stirred? Yes, well, uh, you're the
4: one who provided funds to the elderly so that they could bet on Bingo. Betting, as you know, was outlawed in 2022.
2: Yes, you members of the Concilium are very happy to live on your high road once you've banned currency and all its pleasures. But you see, I, as all Carcosans, have invented my own currency. Baccarinos. I'm sure you've heard of them, as that's what's got me here in the brig. Yes,
4: your baccarinos are indeed a clever way of skirting many of the crimes associated with currency. However, we've got you dead to rights when it comes to betting in bingo for the elderly.
2: If betting on bingo with buccarinos is bad... (laughs) Really, use those pop filters, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I suppose you're correct. Perhaps I don't belong on this ship, and perhaps Carcosa does not belong in the Concilium at all.
4: Please, Baron, do not try to lord some sort of diplomatic crisis over my head. I have been given full authority here to stop betting. That is all I want. No more betting. No more poisoning with liquor. Um,
3: uh, Bubsriel uh, meekly raises a hand.
4: Yes, Bubsriel.
3: Hi, I just wanted to double check because, as you know, I am on track to be a uh, lieutenant junior grade after my next perfect mission. Uh, so it's really important to me that I am crossing my T's and dotting my eyes. Um, she uh, she holds up a uh, um, a guide to Consilium uh, conduct for officers, and she cracks it open to a couple of bookmarked places, and she says, "Now." As Buccarinos are new, um, it is not yet written that I was not supposed to purchase some for some of the elderly in the bingo hall because they had forgotten their change purses. Uh, Ah! and, And well, and I didn't know. And if you do see here in this section 5B 200 paragraph Q, it does say you are meant to help the elderly when they cannot help themselves. So I I would really appreciate it if we could work this out and not have it affect my official record.
2: The space angel has correct, and I believe has argued my freedom from this place. Buccarinos are not explicitly outlawed and therefore must be allowed. It's Airbud rules.
0: Hey, well, that means I can do this. I'm going to take a buccarino out of my uh, breast pocket of my ja- white jacket. I'm going to flip it with my thumb, catch it, bite down on it bending it and I'm going to give a little wink to Bub's real.
3: Uh, Bub's Reel's upper lip starts to sweat.
0: <laughs> Very well, you have all
4: correctly evoked Airbud and Airbud's rules. You're all free to go. However, I have made a mock of this meeting and next time I shall be stricter.
2: Ah, well, no hard feelings, Threat Captain. Why don't you come down? Come down to the Pleasure Dome sometime. Why, I've seen Jimmy Pinsels there once a, once a fortnight. Bub's real, you're welcome too. In fact, both of you can have your first adrenochrome shot on me once I get my license. And in the meantime, of course, butt like limes. Baron, my own personal
4: database of various chemicals and ingestibles is missing. Your so-called adrenochrome. May I ask, what is it?
2: Well, the puritanical culture of Earth has infected the ideology of your concilium who holds adrenochrome to be taboo. But the adrenochrome that I have acquired features neurotransmitters gathered from across the Thraxian expanse only by species who give it consensually. You haven't told me what it does. Oh, it gets you fucked up real space good. I see. It's an aphrodisiac. Mm, you can do that, Donut, yes. Well,
4: airbud rules. Enjoy.
1: Much to the dismay of any of our moral listeners, this <laughs> scolding is brought to an abrupt end as the cavalier is rocked by a severe impact. It's too much for the inertial dampeners to compensate for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Make a feelings roll to see if you're injured.
3: <laughs> Success. It's a four.
0: Oh shit! I blew it. I rolled a one, the only number that is a failure for me.
4: <laughs> I got a four, which is a success. And Thread Count got a four, which is also a success.
1: Thread Count, Bubz, Riel, and Jimmy Pencils are all thrown from their seats, but quickly collect themselves. Baron, what happens
2: to you? The small flying creatures that are keeping his hovering palanquin aloft were not prepared for this, and they lost hold, and he just goes flying out of his uh, out of his palanquin against the far bulk. <laughs>
3: Oh,
2: oh, oh. oh, Baron, ah. careful. When's the last time you stood? Not ever. My case are uh, not allowed to stand. Please, someone help me back into my palanquin. <laughs> uh, Bubsreel uh, easily helps him back up.
1: Oh,
4: thank you. Threat counter breach, report.
1: There's no answer.
4: Threat counter engineering, report. There's no answer. Does anybody else have a connection?
0: I got a connection right here. 28 in a state, overweight. And I'm going to point to the Baron. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're a good guy. Your drinks are on me. And I'm going to hand him a cigarette. <laughs> And
3: I am but a lowly ensign, and so I have very few connections that aren't my peers.
0: After
1: a moment, your computer fizzles back online. You're seeing reports of cascading systems failures across the ship. The engines are out, comms are out. There are injuries being reported on decks 7 through 14. A particular injury is flagged as Meredith Chesterfield and Gelmer Lysander were hang gliding in the hollow zone. <laughs> life support systems are holding but you are seeing a consistent power drain across the board in the cavalier systems
4: quickly let us write the baron and make our way to engineering
0: wait just a second i'm gonna grab thread count by his shoulder and say how are the life support systems doing they are holding they're holding that's not and i'm gonna spit out uh, just a, a fucking wad of tar i've been smoking hard <laughs> oh, that's not gonna cut it I got one job on this ship, and it's keeping the Gray Squadron happy. Ooh, if those life support systems are failing, you're going to see a very different Jimmy Pencils.
4: Yes, that is why I believe we should tend to the ship's systems in engineering personally.
0: I'm going to kiss him on the cheek. You're a good kid.
4: Thank you. You are a good kid.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs>
0: what a nice young man. Wink. <laughs> I love ThreadCount. This is good. We're friends. Let's go! How old is Jimmy Pencils? 49, but he looks significantly older. Which is why it's fun to call him a young man.
1: The four of you exit from ThreadCount's office and head into one of the ship's corridors. As you do, you pass some windows on the ship's port side. And you notice for the first time, as you look out across the hull of the ship, you discover what has brought your starlit travels to a screeching halt. A shimmering green band with a grid pattern extends as far as the eye can see and seems at least 1,000 feet high. Across its vast length, you see hundreds, maybe thousands of other starships are also caught in this strange cosmic web. Every ship seems empty and dead, and most are merely skeletons, perhaps scavenged by some unseen force. The few ships that are intact are connected by rickety scaffolds made of materials pulled from the other ships.
2: What is this, some sort of intergalactic kegger? (laughs) By my initial guess, it appears to be some
4: sort of spaceship trap.
3: Were I allowed to operate at full power, I could dispatch with these enemies in no time flat with a flick of my fingers. But I am a lowly ensign, hopefully soon a lieutenant junior grade. But for now, a lowly ensign, and I am not permitted to use my full power. What shall we do? Who am I reporting to?
2: Yes, we appear to be stuck with all of these other ships. Other ships that are also stuck in probably looking for supplies, which we could have and sell at a markup. Threadcat, I know you're a droid of law, but perhaps us four could engage in some sort of market expansion?
4: I don't believe that you have access to official cavalier supplies and that you have the right to buy or sell them. However, I am quite concerned about scavengers taking these things for free.
3: I'm concerned about the people who aren't responding to our, our Mayday calls. Where is everyone else on the ship? Where are the senior officers?
4: Yes, let us continue to engineering.
1: Great, you make it to engineering. It's a hub of activity engineering officers are milling about, moving from station to station. Katya Bushnikova is up to her neck in grease. How did she look? Great. She always looks great, but awesome. she is covered yeah. covered in
0: grease. So I'm gonna grab Katya by the collar and I'm just gonna, like, rattle her around and say, How are the seniors? How fair are the seniors?
3: Oh, easy with the hands there, mister. The seniors are fine. We are we are diverting as much power as we can to life support, but we cannot keep this up
0: for long. See that you do. I don't take the autumn years lightly. <laughs>
3: Um, Katya straightens out her uniform and turns to thread count. You're not going to believe what is happening right now. As soon as we get enmeshed in green grid out there, the danger of overload to hyperwork drive was imminent. So we've had to shut down everything and get into a, how you say sleep mode, but we cannot keep it up. I urge you to find other solutions while we try to batten down the hatches.
4: Thank you, Kocha. I will take to the bridge and make an attempt to contact the other vessels in the area if you could spare a few bits of energy for our comms.
3: I am working on it, and she salutes.
4: Bong! He salutes back, thunking his hand off of his metallic forehead.
3: What a beautiful and, I'm going to say, competent woman to look up to on this ship.
1: (laughs) How does Katya respond to that? She's gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to the bridge. Uh, yeah, what's the scene on the bridge? A lot of officers are milling about, sharing information, moving from station to station. Some are uh, nursing head wounds or bumps and bruises. Uh, but without a clear chain of command, no one is sure what to do or what is causing this and how to get out of it.
4: Fred, count to engineering. Uh Bushnikova. Yes. Greetings, Katya. I was wondering if you could put full power into our engines so that we might escape this brutal energy net.
3: Full power such as is. I will try.
4: Don't kill us.
1: Okay, Katya, I want you to make a prepared laser's roll to uh, funnel power into the ship's engines. And thread count, I want you to make a laser's roll to steer the ship out of the net.
2: And meanwhile, the Baron has got a dice game going over in the corner with some of the ensigns on the bridge.
3: Uh, I got a laser feelings.
1: Incredible. So, Katya, you expertly divert power from other systems into the engines. They are charged with power. I got a one. That's a success. So, together with your extreme confidence, Bushnikova and Thread Count are able to divert all the power they can to the engines and try and steer away from this net. However, try as you might and you f- you feel and hear the ship wrenching, trying to free itself from these holds, but they do not break. The ship is stuck in place and you can also you feel the rumbling, the thrumming of the engines pushing against a force they cannot push against. It could be tearing the ship apart.
3: I would not try it further, Count.
4: We are pushing this ship to our limits. Very well.
0: There is something larger in foot. Cut it.
1: The engines power down.
0: Okay, Jimmy's going to beeline for somebody with a head wound and say, uh, hey, daddy, can we smoke in here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) A young ensign turns to you and says, that's not allowed.
0: It's not allowed or we can't can or can't. I need a yes or no here. Uh, uh, Chief Thread Count?
2: Given the circumstances, smoke them if you got them.
0: All right, I'm going to flip that kid a buckaroo.
2: And if no one has some, I have a few for purchase. And a little drawer boop, pops open on the top of the palanquin, and he like out comes a tray that's got, like, cigarettes, like the girls in, like, the 20s bar would carry around with, like, sensen sen and, like, weird gum and cigarettes and electric cigarettes. Electric gum.
1: <laughs> uh, one officer turns to another and says, Electric cigarettes? Now I've heard of everything.
2: <laughs> oh, no, you haven't. Come down to Baudelaire sometime, and then you'll hear of everything.
3: Oh, Baron, now is not the time. Fellow ensigns, is there anything I can do to aid your woes?
1: The other ensigns turn to Bubsriel and sigh and say, No, Bubsriel, you're Very helpful, as usual, but we're just doing our best to muddle through as mere mortals.
3: Oh, I'm glad to hear it. You can't be expected to overcome every hardship and limitation, but I'm sure you're trying.
1: How's that quest for that promotion going?
3: So far, no good. But if you could put in a good word for me with my 720 review, I would really appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, you'll put in a good word for us?
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I know all of your names.
1: Great, so we'll all be putting in good words for each other.
3: Yes, and and we'll know if one person didn't hold up their end of the bargain.
1: We will, won't we?
3: We will!
4: Katya, can you help us open a line to one of the other ships out here?
3: Yes, I am, I'm working on it presently. Should I roll a laser thing?
1: Make a laser's roll to see if you can contact uh, another vessel.
3: <gasps> I got my laser feeling! Yeah!
1: All right, cool. Go ahead and ask me a question.
3: Is this the work of is – the, is the scaffolding the work of an organi- – like a larger organization slash force or is it like one roguish person?
1: Um, it's plural.
3: Plural. We're okay.
1: talking plural. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I will say despite your laser feelings role, efforts to hail these other vessels end in failure. Oh shit! Sure.
3: I gave it my very best shot, but there is clearly larger things at work here.
4: No, no. Yes, it would appear that nobody is answering the phone.
2: No, unthinkable, unthinkable. No one. Tell it to me straight.
4: It appears that none of these ships have life.
2: No, no. Rule one: marketing. <laughs> you must have other people to market too. What what dread crime have I committed to receive this karmic punishment? It sounds like many, many to choose from. I said karmic crime. In the eyes of God, I'm innocent. <laughs>
3: mm. uh, her her halo twinkles slightly.
2: She, oh wait, hold on. Actual halo? Yeah, she has a halo.
3: Actual halo? Yeah, Bubsreal has a little halo. I should. Yeah, sorry. Okay, she okay. has a halo. Okay. She has ro. She has like. Like white robe versions of the ensign uniform. Sure. And okay. she has, uh, she has like a little harp attached to a sash.
1: Carly, can I make a pitch? Yeah. Does Bubsreel's halo have a Pinocchio effect?
3: <laughs> like it grows if she's, <laughs> or lying? It, shrinks,
1: it shrinks if she sins?
3: Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, so, in that case, let's say it shrinks, like, it goes, like, kind of close around her forehead.
4: Bob's Real, I am afraid that currently my computations have run out of ideas. Is it possible that you might be able to contact Space Jehovah for help?
3: Joe?
1: (laughs) You can try.
3: (laughs) Oh, I, um, well, it's, uh, if a commanding officer is, uh, is empowering me to do so, then I, I suppose I can reach into my bag of tricks and try to call out to space Jehovah.
4: Yes, I formally grant you permission to pray to your God.
3: Um, and her feet sort of tuck up behind her as if she's kneeling but she is hovering. She clasps her hands and uh, her little <laughs> her little painted lips uh, purse like two cherries and she starts to mur- uh, mutter a prayer.
0: I'm gonna lean in to the Baron. I'm going to say N-74, those feet don't touch the floor.
2: No, they don't. Perhaps it's not a get-up or a bit at all. Perhaps it's true what they say. She is a spouse angel. Hey, none of my beeswax. <laughs> Hi, Space
3: Jehovah. It's me, Bob's Real, uh, current ensign, and aiming lieutenant junior grade. Um, I was wondering, we have a problem down here. And don't worry, it's okay. My senior officer did say I could reach out to you
1: so this is approved
3: this is approved hi oh good hi 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 hi. um it's approved
1: please go ahead and pass in some of my grace
3: i feel it i'm here to receive it thank you so much
1: good i'm so glad you've received
3: and i hope that you feel my grace such as it is coming back at you
1: such a fraction
0: hey i got a question joe can i hear any of this
1: you can hear her side of it
0: then i just smoke and i'm like yeah go for it Um,
3: so there's a problem. Uh, there's these ships. Mm-hmm. We're all caught in a sort of green uh, magic net, and they're scaffolding. Okay, let's
1: let's walk back the use of the word magic, dear. Oh, sorry. Well, I sorry. I, I made little quotes
3: with my fing- with my fingies, but I guess you didn't.
1: Oh yeah, I'm reading a magazine.
3: Yeah, that's. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, which one? Which one? People. Oh, lovely. <laughs> people who need people um, there is a, a net of unknown origin mm-hmm. containing the ships of the area we cannot mm-hmm. reach them and we're mm-hmm. scared
1: oh well here's what I'll do for you pubs I'll give you just a little wisdom
3: oh, thank as, you. Is,
1: as is my way mm. I, I want you to remember the fact that people people can be out there People can be alive. People can be thriving, succeeding, and not have an active calm system.
3: <laughs> so you're saying they're not all dead.
1: What? What did she say? I said exactly what I said, and it's up to you to interpret it. Such is my way.
3: Thank you, my lord. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, she, she goes, uh, which is meant to, like, you know, kiss the ring sort of thing.
1: Yes, yes. Good Farewell. Uh, oh, celebs, just like us. Mm.
3: (laughs) just like angels um and she bows and makes a sign of the cross and then uh uh stands hovering
2: did you say did you say that there are people alive in those ships yeah tell it to us straight what did uh
0: what did big guy stigmata have to say
3: Space Jehovah, in his wisdom, shared with me that uh, people can be alive and kicking around there and not have an active comms system. And that might just be what we're looking at. No active comms. Just like our ship. Hmm.
2: Computer, (coughs) scan for life signs.
1: The computer pings and reports 300 life signs spread (gasps) out across over 100 vessels.
2: Jackpot.
4: (laughs) And that's an oops from me, everybody.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's a bingo. uh, The Baron um, unfolds, like like pulls back one of the uh, like uh, folds of his uh, robes, uh, and uh, underneath is like uh, it very clearly is a communicator that has been like hacked. It looks like a concilium communicator that's got like different like tech jammed into it. He jailbroke his. He jailbroke his communicator. (laughs) Yes, he did. He jailbroke his. Yes, he broke it. Uh, And uh, yeah, there's a USB stick sticking out of it, Uh, and he he. Taps it and it makes the concilium communicator sound, but in like a weird minor key. You're welcome, Joe. Ozymandias. Bring the three supply pallets in the back of Baudelaire's Pleasure Dome to Shuttle Bay 4 now.
1: Toot sweet, my lord.
2: (laughs) Don't call me my lord. Sorry, big papa. That's better. (laughs) Well... I'll be taking a commandeered shuttlecraft to visit these vessels, and I suggest anyone who'd like to come with me, swiftly come along. Thread count, though I am unable to sway you with vice, perhaps free transport across the breach would bring you closer to me.
4: Yes, Baron, I find this an acceptable exchange, given my duties to reach out to the other living things out there in hopes that we may find some sort of means to survive and escape through
0: cooperation. And Jimmy's gonna step forward and say, uh, Computer, scan for life with the filter elderly.
1: The computer pauses for a moment. This is a high level
0: scan. Sort by date added.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> added to life. Yeah. yeah. Sort by date added, starting from least recent. <laughs> The
1: computer buzzes for a moment. This is a high-level scan, and power is limited. But after a moment, it comes back. There is one result that is 150 years old.
0: My cigarette falls out of my mouth, and instinctively, I pick up a new cigarette. I light it. I put it in my mouth. And say, hey, looks like we got our work cut out for us. Or at least I do.
2: Hmm. Jimmy, I'm not sure I should allow you on my shuttlecraft. Perhaps you could offer me something in return. What do you want? Anything? As a a friend to the seniors of the Cavalier, perhaps on your next senior night you could bring them by Baudelaire's. I've got some new pachinko machines I think that your friends would enjoy.
0: You listen to me, Baron. I know all about your pleasure dome. I've wasted most of my life in that Pleasure Dome. It's why I look and sound the way I do.
2: Yes, we're old friends, you and I.
0: And I like you quite a bit. But I know you've got to sleeve for those seniors. I can't offer you the seniors. What I can offer is me.
2: Hmm. Hmm. One thing I want versus one thing I already have. Fine, I'll take it. It's only because I sincerely and genuinely like you. Now. Space angel. Bob's real, yes. You can talk to God. Yes. And you remain innocent, undefiled, untouched by sin or vice.
3: I I make it my duty to never sin.
2: Must be nice. We'll see about that. <laughs> Please come along and join us.
3: Bob's real uh looks flustered and like crosses herself again and then follows, hovering.
1: All right, you head down to the shuttle bay where uh, the Baron supplies are waiting. You pop into that commandeered shuttlecraft and head over to one of the other trapped ships. You head to the nearest connected ship. It is a very old mining vessel. It's something you haven't seen in flight in your lifetimes, but it's something you recognize from, say, like a history book from even perhaps before the foundation of the Concilium But it does have a compatible airlock. And your shuttlecraft is able to attach itself.
3: Hallelujah.
4: Be prepared, crew. We do not know what is on the other side, only that it is probably alive.
0: Hey, you got it, Threadcount. Whatever you say. If caution's the name of the game, I'm playing and I light a cigarette.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And remember, the customer is always right.
0: Threadcount opens the airlock.
4: (laughs)
1: You enter into the corridor of this ancient vessel. It appears like maybe once it had some creature comforts. Perhaps there was carpeting. Perhaps the hallways were a bright color. But now all that is stripped away. It is a cold, uncomfortable conduit. Exposed piping and relays snake down the endless length of this corridor. You hear distant hissing and and crackling, and the occasional drip of water. This is not a friendly place.
3: Bubzriel is floating along the corridor and uh, looking for signs of life. Hello?
2: Hello? We're open for business!
1: Suddenly you hear footsteps running, and around the corner appear two Correxian soldiers. (gasps) Fuck! Concilium! Oh! Finally, we can resume our war! And they open fire on you.
2: (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's Just die into war. The Baron screams, "I'm a civilian! I'm a civilian!" and his little floating palette zooms out of the way.
1: This is a narrow corridor. There isn't in far the to go. Wall. Okay. <laughs> Bam.
3: Bub's real throws her hands out to the side. Uh, letting her huge sleeves fall down around her elbows and pulls her flaming sword from off of her back and uses it to try and deflect the vasers that are coming towards them.
1: Bubsreel, can you make a feelings roll to see if you can use your divine grace to stop these blasts?
3: I got my laser feelings!
1: Incredible. Hey,
3: these, uh, are we, like, are we, are we dealing with, like, a disturbance in the time, like, in time? Or is this all? Are these all present-day ships?
2: Is it, are you asking if it's a time thing?
3: Yes. Is it a time thing?
2: It's
1: not a time travel thing. Okay. It's a length of time thing.
3: Okay, gotcha.
1: For instance, you re, you might remember that a truce was reached with the Corexians three years
0: ago.
2: I didn't remember. <laughs> but it's extremely tenuous.
0: Okay. And we shouldn't be here.
2: Are we? Are we currently in Correxian space?
0: Yes, you're on the you're on the edges of it. Yes. Okay. So while Bubsreel's flaming sword is moving, I'm gonna try to light a cigarette with the sword. (laughs) (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Bubsreel deftly catches these vaser bolts with her flaming sword, but just as she does, Jimmy Pencils awkwardly leans in and tries to light a cigarette off of it, catching a vaser bolt to the
0: shoulder.
2: Pencils! Pencils! Damn!
0: And then I'm gonna very ruefully I'm gonna look at Bubsreel and say, "Yeah, thanks for the light, Churchy." (laughs)
2: I didn't... I
3: I didn't know! I was trying to save you!
1: One of the Crexians yells, Keep shooting! We'll certainly get a medal for more casualties in our ongoing war!
4: The war is over! The war has ended!
1: Huh? What?
4: Yes, hello! We have not been stuck here as long as you are, and we know that there has been a truce between the Crexian Vermonter Alliance and the Concilium for the past three years.
1: One of them shakes their phaser at you. This is a Concilium trick. No trick. When we got trapped here four years ago, the war was never hotter.
3: No, no, it's been, you, you, you've you've slept right through it. Bubsreel takes out her, her Concilium guidebook again and flips to the uh, section that discusses the peace accords with the CVA.
1: Look, Bradley. That's a space angel. But her halo... It, it glows strongly as ever. She isn't lying to us. Maybe there is a piece.
2: Yes, there is a piece. And here, let that piece begin with me. And the Baron hits a little knob on his palanquin, and a little a chamber flips open and fog rolls out because you can see it's a refrigerator. And little, uh, a bunch of cans pop out of it. But like Lime for everyone. <laughs> On me, on the house Bud Light Lime Bud Light Lime Bud Light Lime I've only To, to each of you, Bud Light Lime Bradley
1: furrows his brow and says Bud Light Lime I've, I've only heard tales We're only allowed craft beer In the Correctian Vermont Alliance
2: Oh
1: <laughs> uh, Please, please may,
2: may I Of course And let there be peace between our peoples forever
4: Fred Count looks at Baron and gives him a tip of his forehead in respect.
2: Yes, Fred Count, that's correct. You see that the drink among friends can be used for good, not just crime. Bradley cracks
1: open his can of Bud Light Lime and takes a long sip. <sighs> wow. After one sip of Bud Light Lime, I can tell that summer's finally begun.
2: Now, quickly, we've established peace. Please take us to the rest of your friends and survivors, especially the ones who have the most currency.
1: Oh, yes, we should take you to the others. I'm sure Garrity will want to meet you. And they beckon you to follow them down the corridor. Yeah, we follow. Bradley and the other corrects in we simply did not have time to name, lead you down a long hallway, and eventually... You walk into what was once the hyperwarp engine of this derelict starship. The cavernous room rises 100 feet up, and built into its curving walls, you see numerous shacks and lean-tos of all sorts of shapes and colors. Small fires are lit beside a few, and you spot shadowy figures nearby them, all the way up into the rafters. Their eyes are trained on you. A man approaches you. He's ancient and easily 150 years old. Jimmy, he may even be 151. His head is nearly bald, save for two white hairs, incredibly long, which he has wrapped around his head in the worst comb-over you've ever seen. <laughs> his clothes are a mishmash of uniforms of the space navies of several civilizations. A Corexian sleeve here, a spacebird tectopia codpiece there. He walks with the aid of an old coolant pipe, now used as a cane.
0: I'm going to step forward immediately. Sir, 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 you're looking fantastic. Can I just say... Fantastic oh, No one's called me fantastic in a long time Wow, you must be hanging out with a lot of people with vision problems Because you, my friend, look very nice indeed <laughs> Then all the ladies come calling to you, don't they?
1: This young man Oh, this young man No, Get a no load, please Get a load of him Oh, I'm just my. saying
0: what I see I'm just saying what I see There hasn't been blood in my face skin in a long time But I feel like I'm blushing You're glowing is what you are Oh, stop, you're gonna kill me. No, please, I would never, I would not ne- No one could if they Seriously, tried. Seriously, stop, you could kill me. Fantastic, I will stop. Sir, you got a name? I have what passes for a name. That'll do. Good, it's all I've got.
1: You can call me Garrity Engineering.
0: Garrity Engineering, I like the sound of that. My name's Jimmy Pencils. Hello, young Jimmy. You ever played, a uh, Sport of Kings, known as bingo? No, I've never heard of it. Oh, bingo was his name Oh, You're going to love it. I can just tell. We'll get to that later, though.
1: I'm a little frail for sports
0: these days. It's the perfect kind of sport. You sit down, you read some letters, read some numbers, and every once in a while, you get some money. I love sitting down and reading letters and numbers. Great way to stay active with your friends. Well, I'm sure you'll have plenty of time to
1: teach me, now that you're all trapped here with us.
2: Mm. Yes, we are also temporarily trapped. That's what you mean to say.
1: <laughs> he laughs too long. <laughs> when people laugh at
2: me, I think that they think I am correct. Throughout the rafters, all
1: the way up, you hear laughter echoing throughout this chamber. This <laughs> joke that you've told is funnier than anything anyone here could possibly hear.
2: I've got a show on Tuesday night. Five buccarinos. What are buccarinos? I'm glad you asked. Do you have tokens you consider unfungible? Great news. With buccarinos, you can funge them. Take them, spend them, make them, lend them. Buccarinos. It's a way to communicate value. Buccarinos. (laughs) I've got some here. And he takes, he hits a button (laughs) and two cannons, like, lift, like, (gasps) raise at 45 degree angles out of the palanquin's armrest and they shoot. Buccarino tokens that clatter about the floor. You're welcome, Joe.
4: Please, the elderly!
1: Don't mind if I do. Some of the people are struck by the coins and they cry out in pain. But no one goes to pick them up.
0: I'm going to run over to the bear and say, Watch yourself!
1: It's okay! It's okay! Young man, it's very nice of you, but we're alright. No, I'm afraid these tokens are meaningless to us. The only currency we recognize... Is meat. Oh. Huh? Meat? Times are tough here. You see, me and my fellow children, we call ourselves the resilient children. We barely scrape by. It's only when another ship gets caught in the web that we're able to scrounge for more supplies and more food. We're very lucky that you've arrived, but trust me, your stay won't be temporary. I, I was born here.
3: Whoa, <laughs> okay. And,
1: you know, Space Jehovah willing, in a couple hundred years I'll die <gasps> space here.
3: Space Jehovah, praise him, praise <laughs> him.
1: Yes, yes, you can tell which, which of us are newcomers and which of us were born here, because those that were born here take as our last name the part of the ship where we were conceived.
3: <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a real look Surely during your time here, M- Mr. Engineering, you must have tried to escape. Did you ever encounter your captor?
1: Yes, whenever a new ship gets caught, they make all sorts of attempts to escape. I'm sure your ship did.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what I'm asking is, did you ever, apart from the net itself, encounter mm-hmm. your captors? Did anyone ever, you know... Come on to a big screen and go, ha ha, hee hee, you're mine, or anything like that?
1: <laughs> yes, waiting for that ha ha, hee hee person, as you call them, is what drove so many of my compatriots mad. No, no one ever came to gloat.
0: Awful. It's terrible what this grid does to seniors. I know, I know. That's why I'm the only one my age left. What do you mean? They're all
1: gone, and times are tough out here. Not easy on an old body. You're saying
0: you don't support the seniors?
1: The elderly? Well, we always love when more seniors come, but they don't always stick around very long.
0: What do you mean? Tell it to me straight.
1: Well, (laughs) how many seniors do you have?
0: Got about 200. None. We have none. Two? Sorry, did you say 200 seniors? Yeah, I already said 200. Each and every one of them, the pride of my life. Jimmy... Oh, they're well taken care of? Jimmy! Yes, they're just like my children, except they're older than me. Jimmy! Why don't you invite some of them over?
4: Jimmy, I'd like to speak to you. Jimmy, I'd like to speak one-on-one.
0: I gotta talk to this robot I decided I liked earlier today. (laughs) Garrity is licking his lips.
4: Excuse me, Jimmy Pencil. I believe I have a deduction.
0: A deduction?
4: Yes. I believe we are surrounded by cannibals.
0: What do you mean? Tell it to me straight.
4: Very well. (laughs) (laughs) To put it plainly, These life forms in this structure subsist on the flesh of man. The
0: flesh of the old?
4: They eat people. They eat the old? They probably eat the young too.
0: Whatever. And I'm going to look right at the camera (laughs) and I'm going to say, get me off of this ship.
4: Um,
3: You can overhear uh, real saying, and so you see where I commanded to, I could easily conjure enough food for all of you, but. She is but a
1: lonely ensign. A small person, a tiny redhead with only three feet tall with purple skin and blue stripes.
2: Hello, tiny redhead
1: <laughs> turns and looks at Bubsriel, fire in her eyes. Bubsriel for the first time gets the feeling of being a large turkey on a dinner table. The small person says, Do it! Why would you why would you let us suffer? Do it!
3: Oh, well, it's, you know, it's sort of like those documentaries where the people that sound quite a bit like Baron Baudelaire don't get involved when the antelope is getting hacked into pieces by the lions. You know, I'm not supposed to intercede where I'm not bidden. you know.
1: She pulls out a big knife and a big fork and says,
0: well, if you won't do something, I will. I'm going to run over to her. Okay. I'm going to say, you there. Are you short because you're not tall yet, or did you used to be tall and you got shorter? <laughs> Neither.
1: Th- well, I'm as big- <laughs> <laughs> I'm as big as I'll ever be. I'm a bobe.
2: Her race must experience the same height its entire life cycle. You know, we start small. Oh, so you did get taller. I, I guess, but wh-
0: who cares? I care. I'm asking if you're old or not. I'm old.
2: <sighs> then there's still hope. All right. <laughs> I'm 16 years old. Oh. Is that relatively young or old for your race? I don't know for my race, but on this ship, it's pretty old.
0: That'll just have to do. <laughs>
2: the, the Baron The Baron looks at Jimmy Pencils expecting him to now take action.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Jimmy Pencils is going to walk over to the oldest guy that he was just talking to. Like, you there, part of the ship, whatever your name was. What's your name? Tony Swimming Pool? What was it? Garrity Engineering. Garrity Engineering. Look, we're getting you off this ship. And after we do, we're going to, I don't know what we're going to, we're going to put you through a lot of therapy. I made a promise years ago to help the elderly on their journey to the grave and make it as pleasant as possible. And that includes you, even though your actions disgust me. You'll, uh, you'll get me off the ship and put me with other seniors? Yeah, I hear, I hear your voice. I know what you're talking about. You'll be separated from the other seniors. No. (laughs) Look, please just put me with some seniors and a little butter. I'll do the rest. (laughs) What do you want butter? Wait, no, I'm wise to your games. Absolutely (laughs) not. I am going to rescue you because I made a promise to every elderly, and that includes my enemies. Rescue me to where, friend? To our ship. There's nowhere to go. We're getting out of this grid, even if it kills me
3: wonder, Bubsreel has just been sort of wandering around this part of the ship, and I'm wondering if everyone powered down if the grid would starve. Tried it. You tried it? Tried it. Well, I came pretty late to this party, so I won't hold it against myself.
1: Yes, eventually, eventually all power is drained from these ships until, by some force connected to the net, only life support remains in a very, very low state. We've channeled all the usable oxygen into this chamber so we could have some semblance of peace, but the air is very thin on
0: most of the rest of the vessels. So you're saying every single one of us is stuck in a grid, and that grid uh-huh. is draining all of our energy no matter what we do? Yes. <laughs> That's just called aging. Welcome to the only game in town. I've been here for a while. Yeah, mm. and I haven't been here quite as long as you. That's why I innately respect you. <laughs> Can't help myself. A young boy like you has barely aged. <laughs> oh, I could say the same to you. You look great. i tell you what we're all going to do. We're going to stop fighting it. We're going to lean in, and we're going to enjoy our autumn years
2: together. Mm.
3: So you want to just stay here and let
2: the ship decay? Uh, that's not enough. Attention, everyone. <laughs> I'm selling tickets off this ship into a good ship with food and Water? 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 Seniors, water, and meat, and meat based replication.
1: I've. I've never. I've never drank anything but our own. collected. liquids.
2: Have you heard D- of adrenochrome? <laughs> what? No? Adrenochrome. What? No? And you do, do and do not have currency, remind me? No <laughs> currency, only meat. Pick up some of these buccarinos. Why? <laughs> because that's what you use to buy the adrenochrome. What is adrenochrome? I'm going to show you a world of pleasure. Okay. That's good. That's one ticket down. Tickets are going fast, everyone. Bob's real
3: pulls Jimmy, and threat count aside.
0: You got Jimmy pencils.
3: (laughs) I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but should we try exploring some of the other ships?
1: Traveling across all the vessels is going to give you a bit of a bore. They're all pretty much in this condition. Well, except for one. Oh? Which one? We don't talk about it much because no one's ever been inside.
2: Does this make it easier? And he offers a buccarino. <laughs> Does that loosen your lips, guarantee engineering? What about this? He holds up two buccarino. <laughs> That's
0: double the deal. If you gave Dish. me one sip of water,
1: I would tell you everything you want to know.
2: I can do even better. <sniffs> but like <light> lime. <laughs> What's that you say? You've heard of water, but what about even better? We sang songs
1: of Bud Light Lime.
2: And now you drink drinks of it. Wet your lips and spin your tail, Gerrity Engineering. Come on, it's the next step in water.
1: Gerrity holds the can up to his dry, cracked lips. A dry with a dryness that has only ever been slaked by urine. <laughs> he sips from the Bud Light Lime. Uh, oh, 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 it, it's, it's, oh, it's too rich. And he begins to choke and sputter. No! And falls to the ground.
2: I'm going to, I backhand the Baron. Flesh for sale! Ow! <laughs> what have you done? Jimmy Pincel striking me in this manner while I'm making my pitch. Instantly, the
1: short woman with purple skin lunges at Garrity with her knife and fork.
2: Oh, gross. Get in line. You fool! He's full of wisdom! Yes, and currency, and potential, and market value. Jimmy, your love affair with the elderly has but one end. Fatality.
0: Don't you think I knew that the whole time? Of course it always had the end of fatality. That's what happens when you hang out with the elderly. Every day I get my heart broken, and every day I wake back up and I help them, because someone's got to do it, and that guy's name is Jimmy Pencils, and I'm going to kiss this guy to try to bring him back to life. Okay, but there's a woman on top of him that
1: is about to plunge a knife into his stomach.
0: Yeah, I'm going to try to pull her away. Okay, great.
1: Make a uh, make a lasers roll. You got it. So that was a four, which is going to be a failure. She wrestles herself off of you and said, I need supper. And she's going to go again and try and stab him.
0: Wait,
3: is he alive?
1: He's just choking on that Bud Light line.
0: I'm going to offer my arm to her and say, take mine. No, Jimmy, not for this man.
1: Don't. She looks up at you with a wild hunger and says, You offer it freely? Yeah.
2: No, it's a ten-buccarino VIP experience. <laughs> she slices a hunk of flesh off
1: of Jimmy Pencil's arm. on your tab! Anything for the
2: old! She
1: is shoving it down her throat. It Ugh. is gross. Ugh. With the path clear, Threat Count
4: bends over to do a little heimlicking on uh, Garrity Engineering.
1: Make a lasers roll to see if you can perform this maneuver you've practiced and i'm sure because i'm sure because you have uh expertise in this uh life saving procedure i'll let you roll twice well my first roll was a two which would have
4: been fine but my second roll is a four and that's laser feelings oh boy ask me that cue what can this vessel accomplish
1: um that we're missing in this scenario the vessel can turn off the web Oh. What? The vessel we're in or the vessel he was talking about? The
4: vessel he's talking about.
1: The vessel he was talking about.
4: Hup! Hup! Heimlich! Heimlich!
1: He's pumping, pumping out Bud Lime.
3: Bubs Rilla really is clapping for him.
1: The Bud Light Lime shoots from his mouth in a beautiful arc, a beautiful golden arc, and, and splashes on the floor. As it leaves his body, he chokes out, No! That delicious amber! That taste of lime!
4: You'll have to try it in smaller doses next time, young man. And he winks at Jimmy
0: Pencils. Jimmy Pencils winks through the blood. Now look. I've been all sunshine and rainbows and remembering when people used to do the ragtime dances with you. But I'm about to get real real with you. This vessel, this ship you don't talk about. I'm going to need you to talk to me about it right now. There's not so much to say. It doesn't... appear to have any windows or doors no one's ever been able
1: to get inside it
4: we have the ability to convert matter into energy and then reconfigure as matter again relatively wherever we like
1: i've never even heard of such a thing but you could you could get inside it i mean it's a risk not knowing what could be within those walls it could be completely solid
3: can you tell us where we can find this vessel
1: it's it's about 10 miles down the web.
2: Uh I- I'm writing it down. Go ahead. It's near the bottom. Near the bottom.
4: <laughs> and you believe that this sealed vessel is the key to escaping this web if only we can cross its barrier.
1: I don't know. I just it's just the only vessel here I've never been inside save yours.
4: Powering the teleporter will use a considerable amount ...of the cavalier's energy. It is risky.
2: Mm, uh, mm. In a show of trust, ThreadCount 900, I believe I have some dimensional lithium batteries, perhaps on the not completely white market I could put towards the cause.
4: That would be very helpful, and I would look the other way.
3: Bob's real, uh... Uh, magically does the hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil posture.
4: All at the same time.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Oh, good God.
2: He is good.
0: <laughs> Let's use those illegal
2: batteries and zap onto that place. All right. The the Baron uh, hits his hacked communicator. Ozymandias. Yes, Big Papa. Take the crates of dimensional lithium batteries to engineering. To engineering? <laughs> but that's not strictly white market I understand and do it now but but did you get a good price Ozymandias who's your daddy you're my daddy of course Baron Baudelaire is your daddy now take a crystal to engineering ring now and then you know what take the rest of the day off huh? really yes I'm a good one of part of my characters I'm actually a good boss
1: Thanks. I didn't even have to file a PTO request. And Ozymandias delivers the batteries to engineering. ThreadCount, you get a ping on your communicator from Engineer Bushnikova.
4: This is ThreadCount 900. Hello,
3: I've been delivered some sketchy batteries that I am putting to use. I have been instructed on how to direct the energy to you and you can expect it presently.
4: Excellent. And while you're at it, we w- I, uh, I'm transmitting coordinates that the three of us are to be phased to.
3: Yes, received.
1: Great. With a flash, you teleport away. Without even you seeing or perceiving it, your forms are shot through powerful super science to this mysterious vessel. It's a small vessel, unconnected from the network of other starships. It's barely bigger than one of the Cavalier shuttlecraft and has no visible doors or windows. It does give off the faintest green glow, as if it's somehow connected, or perhaps powering this infernal web. What you see is entirely different. When you materialize inside this vessel, you find yourself in a huge grassy field, stretching on endlessly. If you were a student of history, you might recognize this as the Windows XP default desktop background, if it went on forever. It's amazing how space lends itself to vast spaces. What a wide scope!
4: Mm. Oh, glory, glory. I didn't expect this.
2: The heavens of Carcosa, I have never seen such a place. This, this surely could not be real.
4: We are on the edge of what we may consider reality.
2: Grass. Amazing. The baron, the baron hovers down and the little creatures lifting his palanquin tip him over and he brushes his stubby little purple hand. My god, grass is real. I could charge a fortune just to smell it, to see it, to touch.
1: Bub's real. you are a common visitor to the hollow zone, and you know that even in sunny settings, it's not the same, but here it feels like you're in a field on a bright, sunny day. You feel the warmth.
3: Bubsreel closes her eyes, extends her wing fully. It's Sorry. Uh, Bub's real closes her eyes, breathing in deeply, Stretching every inch of her impressive body, including her full wingspan, basking in the glow.
2: Bob real did I just see you taking sensual pleasure?
3: No, no, sexual, no, sensual,
2: sensual, sensual pleasure.
3: I was pra- I was on pra- your
2: skin, I was praising,
3: wind. I was praising his goodness.
2: Mm. I saw someone enjoying the wind in her feathers.
1: Baron, as Bubsreel protests, you see her halo grow a little smaller and a little dimmer. Ooh, and we see a twinkle in
2: Baron Baudelaire's eyes.
1: <laughs> a man with purple eyes and glittering, pearlescent skin approaches you. He is completely naked.
3: <laughs> uh, Bubsreel uh shields her eyes.
1: He has a warm smile on his face, and he says, Hello. Are you citizens of the Astarium Imperium? State your business. Joe, do we know anything about the Astarium Imperium? Not off the top of your head. If you might have something in your databanks, ThreadCount.
4: ThreadCount uh, searches deep in those, uh, deep within the subfolders of his memory banks to see if he can come up with what the heck this guy's talking about. Baby, you're going to use some
1: lasers for that. Uh, very well. Uh, I'm afraid I failed. Rolled a five. You can't come up with anything.
2: Mm, I think Baron Baudelaire might have heard some travelers' stories, or maybe has have heard some legends of it, people talking in the Pleasure Dome. Yeah, you go ahead and
1: make a feelings roll, Baron.
2: Oh, yes, finally. <laughs> I nailed it! Success! Yay! Yay!
1: Baron, you have heard this name before, but only in the faintest passing, as one of those endlessly ancient space civilizations, one of the earliest interstellar space civilizations who died out from civil war over 200,000 years ago. The only knowledge of them is from archaeologists who've recovered some of their ruined planets and bombed out cities. Records of them are so scarce because they often built Dyson spheres around their stars, making their detection almost impossible.
2: Yes! We are Hysterium citizens. But, alas, our vessel has been trapped by this net on our way to our big sun planet.
0: <laughs> Little help? You are lying. Maybe he is, but I'm not. <laughs> State your business. I'll tell you my business. I'm here to help the old. Can you not relate? Are you yourself not old? I am not real. Please, don't tell me. Don't say that. You look real to me. Thank you. Hey, you look great.
1: We have powerful holograms. My name is Charles. Your name's what? Yes, my name is Charles. Charles?
0: Yes. Charles, my name's Jimmy Pencils.
1: Hello, Jimmy Pencils. You like numbers? You like letters? I neither like nor dislike. I merely guard the Astarian Imperium.
0: Oh, that's cuz you haven't met me. So when these numbers and these letters get together, uh-huh. the sport of kings, I'm telling you. It's a game you and I'm going to signal to the rest of the group to do something or go or run. It's like it's a sport. You Now, look, I'm thinking how old are you? Thread count scans basically just just kind of like trying to to figure out like any sort of energy readings or anything in this place. Now look, I know you're not real, but how old are you if you had to pick a number?
2: And the Baron motions to Bubzreel to sort of follow him. He's going to try and sneak away.
1: Threadcount, you can tell from your scans that this is in fact a pretty small room and you are in something akin to your hollow zone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Excellent. You can also, you're also getting energy readings that are stronger than anything you've ever experienced. My goodness. This, this is the power of 100 cavaliers.
2: Bubzreel. I've been selling semi-private holozone booths for years. And this is a holozone or holozone simulacrum if I've ever seen one. It's not real.
3: Nice! Um, how do we turn off the grid?
2: Well, we just need to find a wall. And I think you could probably cut through it with your incredible god sword.
3: Oh, I'm not, um, I'm not. It's so immensely powerful that I'm really not supposed to just take it upon myself to swing it around.
2: And yet, if we don't... Thousands of people could die. What's it going to be Bubsreel. Break the rule or break a bigger rule.
3: Bubzreal, uh nervously uh, like clenches her fists and opens them and then she like looks over to thread count. Do it. Okay. Bubsreel grabs her sword, pulls it out of the scabbard on her back and uh, starts just wildly swinging towards the edges of the space trying to hit a wall.
1: Uh, Bubz real, you feel an occasional clang, but nothing else happens, and Charles turns to you and says, Are you an angel?
3: Me? Yes, yes, I am a space angel. A lowly ensign, but a space angel all the same. I am Bubz real.
1: Incredible. For, kind like yours, I could grant conditional entrance into the Astarian Imperium if you would only pass a test to prove that you share our values.
3: Uh, If that's okay with my commanding officer.
1: It's okay, I allow it. (laughs) Thank you, Jimmy Pencils. Very well. With a sparkle, two birds appear before you. One is an old and gray bird with a broken wing. The other, a large, plump creature resembling a pheasant, with shimmering rainbow wings, it shakes its tail feathers, which glow with a warming light as it does. What shall you do with these two birds?
3: Bubs real um, closes her eyes and thinks for a minute, opens them, and then parts her hands and uses her yes telekinetic ability to uh, move the birds towards each other and make them kiss on the mouth. <laughs>
2: A kiss! An angel has given you a kiss. Their highest compliment. Charles, surely this will allow us passage? Odd, in my records, I have never
1: seen this answer to the riddle before. It is meant to prove that, like you, we feel the old are useless and must be destroyed. But the only thing we hold in higher regard than that... Is seeing animals kiss.
3: <laughs> she's just going at it like she's put, mashing a, a mashing two Barbie dolls together.
1: The birds are squawking and, and crying. You know these these are two beaks that you know kissing isn't a thing that they should do. If there's any other kind of fictional content you enjoy where a bird is kissing a lot, know that that would be weird and fucked up. And these birds don't like it. And yet Charles smiles widely. <laughs> We grant you entrance to the Estarian Imperium. You may now return to your vessel. And with a flash unfamiliar to you, you are suddenly transported back to the bridge of the Cavalier. You watch as the green light of the web glows brighter and brighter for a moment and then disappears. You watch as all of the other vessels begin to break up in the void of space, suddenly freed for the first time in eons.
3: Oh, I'm sure to get a promotion now.
1: The bridge buzzes with activity. It is as, as power is suddenly restored.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna beeline to engineering. Uh, and I'm gonna, I, I'm just, I'm running. I'm sweating. There's just like nicotine is just pouring off of me in sweat droplets as I run to engineering. I said, "Gotcha, Stinky
3: Jimmy." Hello. <laughs>
0: I smell fine. and it's the pencils is then, all right, I need you to find that oldest ship. I need you to beam beam the oldest man on the oldest ship here over here.
3: The oldest man on the oldest ship. okay. um Katya starts uh, tic tacking on a on a keyboard. She sorts by oldest man in a, in, in a specific radius.
0: yeah do That's recently what... added, but it's do, do it backwards.
3: yes, I understand. <laughs> yes. and uh, gets a lock on him and uh, phases him.
1: Garrity Engineering appears before you, gasping for air. The only life support he was receiving was from the web, and once it disappeared, those ships were plunged into airless darkness. He hungrily breathes in and slow, and drops the liver, the full human-sized liver that was in his hands.
0: I'd knock it away. You. What? Garrity. Yes? Garrity showers or whatever. Engineering. Engineering, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, I made you a promise, and I'm gonna honor that promise. Okay. Welcome to the Cavalier. And welcome, and I'm gonna give him little like pilot wings. I'm gonna pull him out of my uh Aww. my breast pocket. Welcome to the Grey Squadron.
4: <laughs> <gasps>
0: oh, thank Thank you, boy. What we call our seniors here. Make me one promise. I'll make you as many as you want. You're old. You've only got moments, but don't rescue anyone else. They're all cannibals down there. They were going to eat me.
3: You have human liver on my engineering deck.
1: That's not mine.
3: Did, <laughs> did Legs put you up to this? He's always saying things like, you must eat human people. And like, what do they do in your neck of woods, right I
0: love Legs. So Katya, if I understand this right, there's a ship full of dying seniors right now?
3: If what... Uh, Mr. Engineering is saying is correct, then yes, I would have to assume is true.
0: Beam me onto it.
3: I cannot guarantee- Beam say- me
0: onto it! I don't care what you can or cannot guarantee, Daddy-O.
3: Godspeed, Jimmy Pencils. You are my best friend on this ship, and she
0: beams you over. <laughs> and as I'm beaming, I say, tell Charlotte it was all real. <laughs> she didn't look a day over 41! <laughs> we cut briefly to
1: Charlotte alone in her quarters. Somehow, she knows we cut now to the inside of the derelict vessel which you never learned but was named the impatience inside the cannibals the resilient children are crawling desperate for air freezing with cold in a flash they don't recognize jimmy pencils materializes in front of them and as an automated safety precaution his concilium uniform activates his space helmet
0: Alright, I'm gonna hold the mic up to the space I'm gonna be like, alright, name of the game, bingo Let's see those cards, B11 That's two ladies having a conversation B11, who's got B11? Nobody? Alright, next number, 014 Happy Valentine's Day 1414, shut the door How we doing? Alright, nobody on that?
2: Alright, let's go to G29
0: We fade away from this
1: (laughs) and cut back to the bridge
2: Surely there must be, Threadcount, some sort of concilium regulation about rescuing starving, trapped people, all those people on all those ships we must bring them aboard. We do not have
4: space for hundreds of cannibals. They have made their bed, and now they must die in it.
2: I happen to have a shipment of bunk beds, I could have Ozymandias set up in the shuttle bay, and I have enough food and drink in the pleasure dome to keep them for a few days until it's all sorted out.
4: If you believe that you can rehabilitate these cannibals without them feasting on the rest of the crew, then I shall authorize your operation.
2: Alright, you win this one, Thread Count, 900. (laughs) I won't beg you to put a bunch of cannibals on the ship anymore. But that's one favor that you owe me. (laughs) Mm, I
4: I am still learning how to navigate such awful situations.
2: Why don't you come down to Baudelaire sometime and let me help you navigate having a drink with a friend.
4: That sounds acceptable.
2: And Bob's real? Mm. One day I'll get you to sin. One day I will have you defiled.
3: (laughs) Oh, no, no, no! no no and she runs away
1: (laughs) Hmm. what adventure lies next amongst these those stars of space oh these those stars of space stars allie fisher branson reese Carly Monardo, Christopher Hastings, Taylor Moore, Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Produced by Joe Lepore and Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse, our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers, for another story from Oh These Those Stars of Space.